right. Uh, so you didn't begin playing your high school ball until your senior year. What got you to play that year? Man, uh, <laughs> I didn't start playing football until my senior year because I never had no grades to play. Um, I was extremely playful. Um, when it came to doing schoolwork, man, I, I really wasn't about that. Um, I wanted to have fun. So I didn't have no grades. I had like a .5 GPA in my ninth grade year, and, and it just kept going on throughout ninth, 10th, 11th grade. Well, 11th grade year is where I, when, when I tightened up, and I got my grades to go above like 1.8. So that allowed me to be able to go to spring. But I could practice, but I couldn't play. So I had to wait till my senior year. And then once my senior year came, I had a, a, a two-point three i think man i was ready okay so I was ready. what was it like playing high school ball in miami man man playing high school ball in miami is like I, i'm up here in louisiana right now in Baton Rouge, and you know i watch these kids play football you know and and at school and stuff like that and i'm like man, this is just not the same because man we got kids that play football out, you know, sand lot. We 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 playing throw up tackle with a water bottle, you know, in the middle of the street. We playing tackle on concrete, you know, or erasing somebody. You know, you, you know, always trying to be competitive. That's that's the thing that that I don't see here in Louisiana. I just see a lot of hate, you know. Uh, down in Miami, there's a lot of people being, you know, being competitive. They always trying to say that. You're not gonna be better than me. I'm gonna be better than you. So that's how the vibe is in Miami. Okay. Being a high school player. Does Miami have the best high school football? Do you believe, out of any any state or any region? <laughs> oh man. Um. Uh, we we have some. Yeah. It it depends on years. You know, sometimes it may be the West Coast. And, it may be the West Coast with a lot of good kids, and, or, or then it might be Texas or something like that. So, uh, I most definitely, I, I think every, probably every year, you're going to have at least five good kids coming out of Miami that's going to eventually make it to the NFL in three years. So, did you take the Juco route because of your grades? Was that was the situation that was going on? Yes, sir. I took the JUCO route because I didn't have, um, I went up the, um, I had to take a, uh, the ACT. So when, um, I went to go take the ACT on the gym coach, coach told me, he said, man, just put your name on the paper and walk out of that, man. I said, <laughs> okay, <laughs> fine by me. And, uh, you know, when he told me that, I just went, I went inside and I put my name on the paper and I got it. I walked out of it. And, um, I was good. The reason I could have went to, you know, University of Miami. I could have went to FIU. You know, I had all those big schools, you know, wanting me to come and give them my services, but I just didn't have the grades to go and do that. And uh, Miami wanted to send me to a 13 year high school. And I was like, nah, I'm, I'm not going to go and do that. I, I'm tired of high school. I'm tired of taking tests. No. So I took Juco route. And uh, man, I looked up to um, Chad Ocho Cinco, you know, um, 
I seen that was a route he went through, and um, Steve Smith took that route too. So I was like, man, you know what? I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go do that, man. I'm gonna do that, and I did it, and in, in, in the rest of the history. So what made you decide to go to LSU? Oh man, what made me go to the LSU? Early do said, oh man, early do said, uh, <laughs> early do said, um, we, we went out that day and uh, went out and uh, we we tried, we went out and we was all drinking, right? We was having fun. And Bird just said, came to me, he said, hey, what's your name? I'm like, Bird. He's like, uh, what do you think about going? I say, well, right now I'm thinking about going to FIU. Uh, I got uh, UCLA. I said, I got, uh, I got Kansas and then U of H. And I say, Florida State and not LSU. He said, man, we're going to win this championship this year, man. I think you should come here. So I was like, man, a person tell me something like that. He was drunk. <laughs> I'm going to go and I'm going to take that. I came in on uh, the rest of history, man. The food, the women. I was <laughs> like, man, I had to come. Yeah. So, so in, I had to. Yeah. So in 2007 against Auburn, you make one of the greatest plays in LSU history. You catch a game-winning touchdown pass as time expires. Take me through that play and the atmosphere at Tiger Stadium. Man. Oh, uh, man, that play, that oh, catch, it's the catch. Uh, that's what they remember about it. Uh, the whole drive, I'm going to walk through it. The whole drive, uh, first down. Gerard Powers was playing me man to man, and uh, with no safety help. So I kept running. I kept running, um, you know, running the route. Kept running like I was doing a go route. And, uh, you know, it would be man to man, me and him. I'm like, man, this is crazy. So I waved my hand up to the press box and um, I asked, um, I'm, throw it, throw it. Basically, I'm saying I'm open. You know, I got man to man covered, no safety help. It took like three plays to, to they called it, you know. Um, they called, uh, I think it's Richard Dixon called a pass across the middle to pick up the first down to try to get a field goal range. And then on that very moment, I did the the hand wave to the press box. Got to the huddle, and they said, 144, go. And I was like, oh, snap. <laughs> I didn't know he's going to call it. So at that point, I was still, you know, still kind of iffy because, like, I was like, Eric Doucette on the other side, man. It's like, you got Eric Doucette, uh, All-American, senior, and you, you got a freaking junior, junior college transfer. Don't nobody know who I was. I didn't think Matt was going to give me the opportunity. And, um, man, lo and behold, he gave me the opportunity, man. And uh, he threw up a nice prayer, and, um, man, I answered it. We answered it. God answered it. So the rest is history, man. All right. Um, so during that season, you guys do oh, it. Yeah, go ahead. Wait, do the ball. I want I want to give you some details. When he threw that ball, man, I seen the ball coming through Gerard Powers. You know, he was pushing me. He was pushing me, and I'm trying to get, you know, get in position to catch the ball. He still pushed on me. Many people thought it was a flag on him, so they never did. I kept my eye on the ball. So the ball was coming flying over, and I stuck my hand between hands, and I caught it, right? Mm-hmm. 
And I said, and I had his arm. And I was like, man, I'm going to break his arm. I said this in my head. I'm going to break his arm because I'm not letting his ball go. Turn around with it. And um, like I said, the rest was history. <laughs> it, it is history. All right. So during that 2007 season, you guys do win the national championship. You're the first team ever to do it with two losses. You're still the only team to do it with two losses. How were you guys able to get it done? Because it couldn't have been easy because during that season, you had two losses in triple overtime and three wins within the uh, final 90 seconds. Mm -hmm. So talk to me about that season. That season, man, the 2007 season was epic, man. That was a season that was... Man, it was hit by a lot of adversity. A lot of adversity, man. We had, um, you know, the last miles with the East Coast going to Michigan. Uh, we had some guys getting in trouble before the national championship game, almost getting suspended um, for the game and for the um, SEC championship game, and, um, and 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 everything. But that whole season. It was like, man, it was like, man, you are my brother's keeper, man. We all, like, rallied for each other. Like, a lot of people say, man, Les Miles did a good job. Les Miles did that. Well, Les Miles did what he could do, and he did. He, he just managed the team. But really, to get the wins and, and, and to get the dedication out of it, it was all due to the players, man. Like, that saying, I, I, am, my, I am my brother's keeper. Like, we really lived through that. We really lived that 2007 season, 2008 season. We probably would have repeated if we would have had Ryan Perlow. If he didn't get geek on the team, he was going to go back to back. But, hey, that was the season, man. That's, that, that's the season. The season. All right. First game. <laughs> All day. So, I want to talk to you about the current state of LSU right now. So, this is the first time since 1999 where they have a losing record after week one. Is it more than just losing 14 guys to the NFL and all the turnover? Because it's not like they don't have guys at every position still. Oh, well, it, it, yeah, it's more than that, man. It, it, it's deeper than that, man. Like, you, you got guys that lead to the NFL, but then you got guys who want to opt out, and then you got coaches that want to leave, coaches want to do that. You got coaches that want to that that want to do that on the regular. But how many coaches really want to do that after you just had a, a, a successful season like that? Why would you just up the league? So I feel like it's something deeper than that. Probably something in the front office. Um, I don't know. I haven't been able to look and see uh, nothing about that. I really want to care. But I really think the guys are just young and they're going to be a, a force to be reckoned with next year. This year, I think you're just going to take all the bruises for beating everybody last year. So you're just going to take all that this year. Um, the guys do work hard. Um, I, I love the offense, but I, I really I really lost faith in the defense because the defense, had, they can't hold no damn body. Um, yeah. So um, I... It's not really have about defense right now, but uh, I'm really uh, I'm surprised on how the offense is clicking with the quarterback. We have a quarterback. Mm. We have a quarterback. He's a great guy, man. I watched him as he grew up as a young man, like the puny little thing as a freshman, man. 
Like, I watched him grow to a guy he is now. So, I think he's ready, and he, he's deserving of this spot. So, do you think if that their defense can get better, that they can turn this season around? Okay. If they if they change this defense around, I think they'll win six games. Because right now I'm thinking they will win probably five or four. Four or five games. Okay. Four or five. That's defense on That's true. So <laughs> No, I understand. No, I know. For for me yeah, though if you, if you look who we love. Look, look, look at Texas a and I mean, Mississippi State quarterback got benched. But he came to our school and made it look like he was a Heisman candidate. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Come on, man. No, I, I understand. So, yeah, please yeah. understand. Please. For me, when I, when I see LSU, where they still have talent, so they brought, especially on defense, they bring in someone like Jabril Cox. And then they have someone like Elias Ricks, who's a five-star that comes in. And this year, they just don't have the same... They don't have the leadership guys. When you lose someone like a Jacob Phillips or a Patrick Queen or a Grant Delpit, you can... When, you have, when you're in LSU or in Alabama or one of these top programs, you can replace them with another four or five-star, but you don't replace them with the same type of leadership that they had before. Exactly. So, what was the question? Um... No, I just no, I just I just wanted to make that point for a second. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> um, okay, I feel you, Matt. I feel you, Matt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 why that? Why why Elfit was there? It should have been somebody that was learning. Right. You should yeah. have been something. Not about talking about recruitment. You need to work on the guys that's there now. Don't. Don't 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 go and recruit these guys. You tell them all this, you tell them all that, and then you forget about it. No, you stop trying to develop this kid. When you recruited him, keep developing him. You got Delpit, okay? You got Delpit, good. Keep developing this this no name kid, because the no name kid will gonna be the kid who gonna fight for you. That's gonna do everything for you when Delpit decides to say, okay, forget you, I'm gone. I'm leaving. Well, that kid who you forgot about, you know, he could have been that replacement, but you forgot about him. You did him wrong. See, uh, Miles Burning, they did him wrong, but he kept, he, he just kept it going. He kept, he didn't transfer. He just kept, he just stayed. And they tried to develop him. They developed him. They did this, they did that. Well, I take that back. They didn't do him wrong. They developed him, okay? They developed him to be in the type of QB he is right now. Because he didn't he didn't transfer. They kept interest in him and he kept interest in trying to be a starting quarterback. So he wanted to get better himself. So the guys who behind Delpit are the ones who are really suffering. See I kinda contradict myself. I said it was the coaches, but it's really the kids. Because the kids get so mind track mind sidetracked because they see Oh, Delpit. They see, oh, this receiver. Oh, they see this quarterback signing. That quarterback signing. They not getting no, no PT. So 
their spirit is crushed. So when it's their time to serve, they're not going to serve. They're not going to get up. They're not going to show you what they they should be showing you of the reason why you recruited them. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, it's all about how you recruit and how you keep those kids. You When you recruit them, you keep them. You don't keep them letting them thinking, oh, I'm going to go get somebody else that's going to be better than you. No, I'm going to recruit you and I'm going to develop you. I'm going to make you this guy. Yeah. So that's that's all I'm going to you, man. You first develop the young guy. You got to develop them. Yeah. So as a fellow receiver, I want to ask you about Terrace Marshall. What are your impressions of him? Is he a first-round receiver? Man. Hey, Terry Marshall is a dog. He's going first round. I like him. He's going for first round. First round. Keep on grinding and don't get the big head. Stay focused. Man, yo, I see him. He's going first round. I like him. Appreciate it. All right, well, Demetrius, I want to thank you for your time today and agreeing, with, and, uh, agreeing to speak with me. Yeah. Hey, man, no problem, man. I appreciate you, man. Yeah, really appreciate it. All right, man. I'm going to let you go. Have a good one. Thanks, Sing Bird Gang. Cuckoo! <laughs> Yo. All right, my man.